episode 54, Debunking Instagram Mystery and Build Your Following with Cairo Graham. I'm your host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, and today we are Dr. Christopher Collins' perspective. Join 2017 Podcast Awards-nominated host, Dr. Justin Trosclair, as he gets a rarely seen look into the specialties of all types of doctors and guests, plus marketing, travel tips, struggles, goals, and relationship advice. Let's hear a doctor's perspective. What's going on, docs? If y'all have any suggestions about another show series that we can do, we had women in the summer. We just had African-American over the holidays. So if you can think of a maybe dentist, actually, I haven't had a single dentist or orthodontist, nothing to do with teeth. So if you guys and gals know of a dentist that would be great for the show, send me a message on Facebook, on Instagram, wherever, and let me know. Okay. Last week, we had a vet. This week, we have an Instagram guru, if you will. He's going to show you how to pimp your profile. Look, a lot of the stuff that he talks about today is going to challenge what you're doing with Instagram. And it's going to want to make you do it some more. All right. We covered the bio, the link, building a following. And that's what Chirogram, his company, does. It helps you build a following. And the important part, an unfollowing. And you'll understand what that means a little bit later. But we'll go over again. Hashtag usage, videos, just a whole bunch. We even use my, my chiropractic t-shirts and the podcast itself as an example a couple times throughout the show. Now, look, his company is Chirogram. He's very generous today. He has a discount code, Perspective. 10, the numbers. So perspective one zero. So not only will you get a free trial at chirogram.net slash trial, you can also save 10% just for listening. Get ready for some real world, actionable, implementable advice. A doctor's perspective.net slash five four. Let's go. Hashtag behind the curtain. Live from China and South Florida. Welcome back to the podcast. I got a special guest today, Dr. Christopher Collins with Chirogram. He's going to teach us some things about Instagram. Welcome to the show. Help you pimp out your Instagram account so it actually gets you patience. There we go. I'm ready to pimp it out. Uh Audience, if you're not on Instagram, okay, you need to be on it. If you're on Facebook and you advertise on Facebook, boom, it's automatically on Instagram. You reach much further. But we're not here to talk about Facebook. We're here to talk about Instagram. So, Dr. Christopher, thank you so much for being on the show. What what gave you the passion, I guess, to become a chiropractor a little bit, a little bit of your backstory, and then how'd you get into this Instagram thing? Thank you, man. So, yeah, I'm five years, I'm five years in practice. I do upper cervical work, and I'm in South Florida. And I'm 34. I'm a relatively young guy. So I am the AOL Instant Messenger generation. So Same here. Yeah, man. Fifth grade, hearing that dial-up, yeah. So I grew up online. I'm the first batch. And so Facebook is awesome. I have no problem with Facebook. You should be doing events and you should be doing ads for your events, like a dinner with a doc or whatever you guys do in your town. You'd be crazy not to. But there's a huge gap when it comes to Instagram. There are a ton of accounts where people have 100, 200, maybe a thousand followers. They don't know what they're posting. It's like ad salesy, weird. They're, you know, they don't know how to engage with their audience. So I am sort of the, there's 20 posts ever. A lot of you guys navigate that. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, what can we do? Let's see. I want tips. I want secrets. What are the top, let's go with top three things we could do. Yeah. As far as branding and strategy for um, for marketing, and then eventually we'll get into like how do we find people to follow and how do we get fans and all that kind of stuff. So I'll kind of let you run with it, and then I'll just kind of yeah. ask questions here and there. Cool. I think for a lot of docs, it seems like oh my god, another platform. Sorry if my lab is barking; he's missing oh, no his worries. mom. Um, it seems like this platform is just like man, another thing. It almost feels like Snapchat, like it's for too young of a demo. I hear a lot of these different, but in general, man, Instagram is growing rapidly. You have like 800 million people on it or something like that. If you look at the charts, it's going up every single day. And the same people who, you know, five years ago would have never been on Facebook and are now, the same thing's happening with Instagram. So your practice, uh, your brand, you should have a presence on Instagram so that people can engage with you where their attention is at. So I would say step one you need to have an Instagram account because a lot of doctors do not. So sign up for Instagram and start playing around and just 
getting used to the platform and how it works so it's not so daunting and impossible. What kind of names um, should you use? I would say – Depends on your goal. Yeah. No. I would say uh, I, I'm a fan of the personal brand. Uh, my idea is that you can always carry a personal brand with you. So a lot of doctors will have their practice name, but I'm a big fan of like Dr. XYZ. My handle is the neck doc. So that's my brand. And I'm a fan of that. Just don't use any weird numbers or uh, something that seems like it could be a robot is engaging with you. You want to seem very personal, um, have the picture as your avatar of you, you know, that kind of thing. And if you've been in the same location for 15 or 20 years, and you have some kind of like city chiropractic clinic physical therapy clinic i'm guessing that would be okay for a name because you're so established whereas like someone like you and myself maybe we might be moving around in our life it's okay but i'm going to tell you something about people right i'm a relatively young guy people my age and younger can smell a mile away and they can smell a weird um ad uh just trying to get you and their practice and not really being involved with the platform or really caring about anybody that's on it. And things like that, when it's like Stuart chiropractor or, uh, you know, disc center. Yeah. But it comes across a little hokey to begin with. You want to be as close to a real person that I'm going to engage with as possible. If that makes sense. Yeah. Cause that's what we're, we're, I would say I have two Instagram accounts. One is the chirogram account where I help doctors. The other is my personal account. The engagement that you will get from having that avatar be your face and having a name somewhere close by is dramatically different because people just naturally have a sense for not wanting to get pitched or sold, you know? Well, how many times – I don't know if you've ever had a really good or popular like medical doctor that in town and you're like, oh my goodness, they came to my luncheon and you kind of yep. brag about it. Our patients, if you hang out with them outside, like they invite you to a barbecue and you're like, you know what? I actually really like you. I'm going to just go. Yep. They're like excited, like, oh my gosh, the doctor's here. And it's kind of the same way I think online. You're like, oh, I get to actually yep. see what this doctor is up to. The the infamous, what does the doctors do? And you're like, oh, wow, you ride bikes in the same park that I do? It's more relatable, mm-hmm. I think. But that's Absolutely. just my opinion. What do you think? People know you're a doctor, man. You yeah. don't have to talk with fancy words. You don't have to wear your lab coat necessarily. Like it is understood that you're a doctor. Yeah. You get it. So you want to find that line where you are professional, you don't want to be, you know, you don't want to be inappropriate with the photos you post or anything like that. But it's always good to be a person, man, to show a photo of like you and your wife, to show a photo of, yeah, what's happening in the practice. You know, if you have people sign waivers, mm-hmm. you can show that you're adjusting people. You can um, have little videos of you talking about it. But you want to be a real person. Don't hide behind your letters, you know, just mm-hmm. because at this point, people, that's who they want to do business with. They want to get to know you. And if you use your Instagram account properly, I don't know how to describe it. There's a, it sounds cheesy, but almost like a fame. Mm -hmm. When somebody walks in your office and they've watched you and what's happening in your practice, they're ready to go, man. They've seen you adjust people. They've seen how you take x-rays. They've seen how you analyze x-rays, the kind of conditions you treat because you've posted and they've watched you for months and they, they know exactly what you're about. They'll be taken back when they ask you questions. Yeah. How is your dog Roger? You're like, oh, he, he recovered perfectly. Yeah, Thanks. I would say ha- – You're like, how do you yeah. know? Oh, yeah, you follow me on Instagram. Half the patients who come in now, um, my wife is, is my front desk and you know, she'll be talking about something that happened. And they're like, oh, yeah, I saw that. I already know that. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, I saw them. He looks – you know, I saw the dog. <laughs> I saw whatever because they're already a part of your life and yeah. they come in with a big smile on their face because in a way you're sort of uh, famous to them, you know. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I think some doctors will be like, well, that's going to erode away with the doctor-patient relationship. I'm supposed to be at a hierarchy. I don't agree with that, but what do you think? No. So this is, this is a cool conversation about psychology. I would say one of the main things that distinguishes people who do holistic healthcare, acupuncture, um, you know, wellness, people who are outside of that you know, major medical insurance uh, drugs and surgery paradigm where somebody walks in with a lab coat mm-hmm. and they're God and us, I'll put all of us in that natural world is you spend more time with your patients. They're typically paying cash or at least, you know, splitting insurance with whatever. And they get to know you a little more mm-hmm. as a person. So you, you can use that, that, uh, I don't, it's almost like a currency. It's like a substance that mainstream medicine will use where you're the sort of doctor, God, impersonal, lab coat. 
you walk in with that authority and that's what you're leveraging to get your, you know, get the person to do what you want them to do. Or you can be just a real person. You just be an authentic person and not have like the perfect script, yeah. <laughs> not, not have the perfect, uh, the perfect, you know, cover mask thing and just be a professional person that can help them. And that's what you're leveraging at scale. Instead of doing that one by one with each person in your office that walks in the door, you're doing that for 500, 1,000, 10,000, 50,000, 100,000 people every day that are following you and what you're doing in, on Instagram. Interesting. I had heard this before. Let me see if you're, if you're accurate. I listen to like social media examiner and things like that. Uh, it's a great, it's great to follow. They're they awesome. are. If your town is yep. 100,000 people, even if you're a brand new in practice, is there a nice number that you mm-hmm. should be a part of in, in your following? I heard there's like 1% or something like that. I heard it's the last town you have, you should have as followers. Every human being in that town that's on Instagram should follow you. There it is. <laughs> that's your goal. You've every always human got work being. to do. Because every one of them, for me, because mm-hmm. I do upper cervical, every one of them has an atlas. And I've had a handful of people who have ever come into my office that it was not at least somewhat misaligned. Yeah. So I'm, I'm BJ Palmer style, man. I feel like say it loud and proud. Tell everyone you have something that can help humanity. Why would you not want every single person to follow yeah. you? So you should be you know, sharing what you do with them on Instagram. You know, I'm not a big upper cervical. Like that's not all I do. But like, I think you, you got to at least tap that atlas on most people. And yeah, yeah. I had a lady come in. She has hypoglossal nerve. Her tongue just deviates to the left or something. Looking yeah. at her x-ray, I was like, ah, she had several, a whole whole slew of them actually. And I was like, all right, let's, I'm not, I'm not saying we can fix this because. Let's tap that. But out. I'm going to tap that atlas <laughs> for sure. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And it makes a difference, man. It makes a world of difference with people. If that thing's out of position, it's going to be a miserable life. Her uh, neck pain's already getting likely. better. It's just, you know, that's. Yeah, man. That was like, you know, that's going to happen. It's the mouth of God, man. Yeah. It's the mouth of God, man. You got 12 cranial nerves sitting in there. That's right. Open that thing up. Open it up. Yeah. <laughs> Open it up. Well, let's get back to, let's go back to Instagram for a sure. second. Sorry. Sure. Sure. There's different areas. All right. Let's dissect this. Yeah. We've got tips and how to make, how to make them do it better, right? How they can. We got a profile picture. Mm-hmm. Do we need the practice logo or should it be my face? Face. All day. Boom. Face. Okay. People follow, people follow people. People follow people. You you or your staff are your business. It's you know, they they. Does it need to be your the latest headshot from, uh, from okay. a fancy photographer? Or can it just be a selfie that looks cool? So so let me I'll I'll sort of take that and run with it with a brief conversation about platforms. Each of okay. them has their purpose, and I'm going to start with Facebook because it's the oldest, right? Facebook is really postured itself for video, so you're increasingly seeing video. A long form video. They're doing Facebook Watch now. It's basically you're going to have TV channels on Facebook. They are doing video. That's what they're great at. Kind of like YouTube. Okay. YouTube is your long form how to videos. Instagram is very photo based. So when you enter into those waters and you're in that world, you owe it to yourself to see the kind of photography that that's how it started as an app. You have 60 second clips you can put up now on Instagram stories, but it's source, it's core is photography. So you want to get good at capturing what you're doing in an artistic way in the office. Uh, don't take crappy photos. Have good lighting. You know, that's a, a simple one. Um, know what's behind you. Know what your background looks like. Have pictures that are behind the scenes. That's a big thing with Instagram is people go to Instagram for the behind the scenes. Uh, let's say they're following a movie star. They want to see what Chris Pratt is doing when he is not shooting Guardians of the Galaxy. They want that behind the scenes feel of a person. And maybe there's going to be some photos that he has where he's on set and you're seeing like, wow, that's how the cameras are set up. Same thing with your office. They want to see you doing x-rays, you behind the scenes. They want to get a sense of your practice on a deeper level than the standard headshots and stuff that we're so used to having the perfect. It needs to be a well-lit, high-def photo, but behind the scenes, if that makes sense. And our phones can do that, right? I mean, you you got technology in your pocket that, you know, People paid a lot of yeah. money for in the past. You got a whole movie studio in your pocket. So, hey, real quick, then, sure. Is there one app? And I know we're going to talk about this later in the, in the podcast. Yeah. But is there an app that you use to make your pictures just pop and make it Instagram? I honestly, I I use the photo editor that's on the the phone. Most people never hit that edit yeah. button. 
But if you'll, you'll hit the edit button, you can crop it however you like. I've noticed a huge difference in, I have a 6S plus mm-hmm. iPhone. My wife just got an 8S or 8S plus. Totally different, man. It's so much better with the new ones. So I would say go get a good phone. Go get a new phone. I haven't messed with the 10 That depth yet. effect is legit. But go get a good, God. man, it's so cool. Of course, yeah. my, I don't, I, I've got fancy Chinese phones. Like, I was like, oh, I'm Apple, sure. Thanks for catching up, Jumps. chumps. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. Okay. So, yeah, get 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 a good camera, and then when you go in that edit function, you'll see a little looks like a little wand up top, yeah. and that's the easiest way to just hit that, and the lighting will pull out and change. In general, your photos are going to be darker than they should be, have a little less contrast than they should be, and so if you can suck that out and bring that brightness in there, to the point where it's not like you'll see your colors get a little weird, but if you'll draw that little brightness tab mm-hmm. over. Until it starts to hit that weird threshold and pull it back just a little bit and bring a little bit of color into it as well off of that baseline, that's usually what you want to do and at least hit that little wand. And that'll do a lot of that for Very you. Very good. Because I was using, I'm using mm-hmm. Snapsy because that's my next question is it's awesome. Man. When yeah. you're using a picture, do we want a little square that says, you know, a doctor's perspective podcast on there? Do we want to have a huge quarter of the picture with some fancy quote or do we want to put on there drjustintroscar.com slash free book so that people can kind of, oh, okay, well, I really like the guy. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll follow him. He's put some inspirational quotes every now and then. You know, do you want to decorate your pictures with words or logos or anything like that? It depends on your account. So I'll use Jacob Harden as an example, who's a stud on Instagram. He's got like 300,000 followers. He's one of our top guys in the chiropractic okay. realm. Every post he puts out, at least one out of 10, is a 60-second video clip of him doing some sort of rehab exercise or something like this. And he will use a photo, which is almost like a YouTube clip photo, you know, where you'll see the exercise going on and like a little uh, thing on the side that shows the body part, you know, and like a little title on the thing. That's his thing. And he has that consistency with his brand because his uh, Instagram brand is PT-style exercises to help you self-care. So that's exactly what he needs to have. People are seeing the exercise, the name of it, the body part. It's a quick boom, 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 boom. So you're like, you hit that video to watch it. That's perfect for him. Depends on your brand. If you're more of a Dr. Justin, right? And you're not doing exercises, it should be photos of you, photos of you adjusting. Maybe the occasional meme, which is what it's called when you have the, you know, the words on there. But maybe you're like a motivational style account. Maybe you're grabbing quotes from Tony Robbins and this guy and that guy. And that's the bulk of your account with a few pictures of Dr. Justin in there too. But your purpose is to motivate people through motivational yeah. memes. You see? It kind of depends. In general, accounts that are personal with your face will get more engagement than any okay. meme. Even if Tony Robbins is the quote. In general, if you want a higher engagement with your account, it's going to be pictures of you. And if you have an animal, oh, they love even animals. better. My animal. Oh, they I, love I steal people's animal them. photos and they just get yeah. lit up. Yes. <laughs> Pictures of Parker that I put up where it's me and Parker oh, and yeah. he looks cute. Double the engagement. So yep. so I'm going to take it to myself here. I have pictures every now and then. I'll put a crazy x-ray up there that the bulge that people are like, whoa. I do a lot of Asian travels. It's awesome. I've yeah. been to almost 13 countries. Yeah. So bulk of like my Instagram is going to be travel photos, cool stuff that you're probably not going to see if you don't leave America. And I'll put like a link yep. on there or something. But then I'm going to put pictures of Justin and his wife playing with a snowman, put some random things yeah. as well. And I don't want to call them random. It's kind of to me, it's, it's it's a blend of all of my persona. You got the Dr. Justin, you got the travel mm-hmm. Justin, you got the podcast Justin. Well, I'm not in doing three Instagrams, yep. but if they follow me every other day or every three days or so, they're probably going to find up. Oh, I really like that. And then my goal, my thought is that they'll go through and be like, I like to see these things. And he always has every week. He has a few pictures of every different kind. But I don't have that unified front. Like Mm -hmm. you said, with the PT guy, I've seen those guys or, you know, not girls, guys, whatever. It's all it's all memes or it's all like these videos and they have such a consistency. Mm -hmm. You're like, okay, I don't know much about this guy other than the chiropractic and the rehab part. But everything he puts out is right. stellar. So I'm going to follow this guy and watch his stuff. So mm-hmm. I guess it's – what are your views yep. on that? If, mm-hmm. if I was you, which is the worst way to lead off anything, right? If I was you, what I would 
have is a separate entity for the podcast. If that's, if your goal is to get more exposure for the podcast mm-hmm. specifically, and also to differentiate you from the podcast, because what if something happens one day and doctor's perspective sort of shifts its brand and you start having other people that are, you, you want to take a you know step back from the podcast and you want to have maybe another doctor that's doing it for a month while you're traveling and you don't, you know, whatever. And in general, I like to have the personal brand and then a, the business that way the business can be sold or whatever. And you're not, you are not the only thing with the mm-hmm. business, right? Okay. So, but also for the consistency of people seeing the brand of doctor's perspective, that that target demo of docs and PTs that may not care about your trip, you know, as cool as it is, they really just want that information from doctor's perspective. So in that account, I would have photos of you, but I would have behind the scenes photos of the podcast, little 60 second clips that were the gems. Uh, I'd be promoing who's going to be on the next one, show the, the setup that you're using for the, you know, the camera and the different things. And I would be very behind the scenes with the podcast and it would be all about mm-hmm. the podcast and all forms, you know, and the things that are coming and what you're doing and changes. Right. And then for you, for your personal, I would have maybe some podcast things in there to link back to that account, especially if this brand right. is bigger already. Right. And you're trying to get that carryover, but have that be more about you and the core of why people follow you. The, the, the whole point is, who's mm-hmm. the target demo, right? For Chirogram, my goal is to find people who want to pimp out their Instagram accounts that are Chiros and PTs and um, dentists and whoever and give them tips because they're already right. looking for it anyway. I'm showing them that I'm working with other doctors and that those doctors are successful so they can see that it's possible to have that achieved. And then I do little video tips as well. I use that 60 seconds to usually highlight the last tip that uh. I put out. So when you when you hit Chirogram and you see my feed, you're going to say, okay, cool. This guy's valuable. He's not purely just trying to sell me something. It's like this weird knee-jerk gut thing yeah. that we do, all of us. Wow, this guy's valuable because if I follow him, I'm going to see occasional tips. And he also talks about how to make my Instagram account better. And he works with doctors. I'll follow him. Yeah, why not? Because that's, that's what you want. You want right. to be valuable to that person. And then – on this side with you personally, people just yeah. love stalking people. They want to know what you're up to, man, because you're important. So they're going to, they want to keep tabs on what, where D- Dr. Justin's going and what he's up to. And, oh man, he got a new car or he got a new house or what. They want to know that kind of stuff and where you're going and what you're up to, you know, what new projects you're involved with. Yeah. You know, man, do I need to catch up with him or like, oh man, he's, yeah. he's slacking. You know what I mean? Like they want to keep tabs on, on you. So that's what I would say. And that's is just kind of differentiate and have the, the 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 value the value is yeah. in different things and then you know? that's the part that and it's not just about me I'm just kind of throwing this out here for people mm-hmm. yeah no it's great it's easier yeah I was looking at um I forget what it's called but there's an audio splicer where I can take you know podcasts find the time that was cool and I can do a 30 second audio clip yep. and then it posts on different social medias and things like that but there's only 24 <laughs> hours in a day and I don't just do podcasting. And True. so I think there's going to be doctors out there to like, dude, what True. you just said sounds fantastic, but, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't have time to be know, shooting man. this, 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 and this. And 60 second videos don't take that long. If you can, it's like whatever patients are talking about or asking you questions, write those down yeah. and then you can just answer them in different areas of your office as their background from time to time. And now you've got videos. But I want to, I want to do this. I want to yeah. segue off of that for a second because it it'll it exposes okay. a laziness with us, okay? Because we're all this way. Because we're all so busy, and we're doing paperwork, and we have patient visits, and you want to go home, right? But you owe it, okay? So I'm gonna go Gary Vaynerchuk for a second. Nobody's watching TV. They're watching TiVo or Netflix now. Television commercials are dead in general. People's attention is on Facebook and Instagram for the most part. Maybe checking their email. Anytime somebody has a moment, they're on one of those platforms and increasingly Instagram. That's what we're all doing. It's just real life. So you owe it to your practice. If you plan on being in practice for five years or more, the next five years, if you're not retiring, to build a presence and a platform where your future patients are. You're crazy if you're not. If you're spending money, especially on any other kind of advertising like newspaper ads, television ads, stuff that has less eyes on it by the day, 
Mm-hmm. Right. So don't be lazy with social media. It is just like Gary Vaynerchuk would say, dude, it is media. It's over. Like it, it, it is media now. This is what people are doing. So whether it's a podcast or, or Instagram or Facebook or whatever, or all of them, you need to be pumping who you are and what you're about and out there to bring people to you. So take, take a few minutes, man. Cut, cut a clip. You know, like it, I know it's time consuming, but do it. You can always outsource it if you're super busy and you, you can use a company yeah. like Fiverr or some of these companies that'll, if, if you, if you're a doc that's super, super busy and has tons yeah. of money, do that. But for most of us, you know, we're in practice. We have our, our small practices or we work for a, a clinic or something. You have more time yeah. than you think you do. When you're at home on Netflix, you know, you could be cutting some video. It wouldn't kill you. Right. So, so it's kind of like the patient that comes in and says that your care is too expensive. It's just that the value's not there for them. It's the same kind of thing. What kind you of know, like you just don't value the media yeah. enough for your practice. What kind of video length are we talking? That because to, for me to sit down and say, oh my gosh, I got to come up with a 10 minute video of how to do X, Y, Z. That's daunting. And it'll just shut yeah. you down in a hurry. Right. But are we talking 30 to 90 seconds? So, yeah. So Facebook is going to be long form video. Instagram is nice in that it's 60 second clips. Originally they were shorter. They were like 15 second. Now they're 60 second. So I want to split Instagram into two different worlds. One is your feed and one is the story. Okay. Instagram stole Snapchat stories. A lot of you guys don't even know what Snapchat is, but it was basically like a a hookup slash porn app Mm -hmm. in the beginning where people could take little clips that would disappear in 24 hours. So you could have a little group of pe- like friends and like uh, bar acquaintances that you could send little pornographic whatever to and it would disappear. But it took off as a platform and its power was that it was very unpolished, raw, using your phone with the vertical video clips that were 10 or 15 seconds that would disappear in 24 hours. Well, Instagram stole that functionality the core of what Snapchat is and created Mm -hmm. Instagram stories. They're posturing themselves since Facebook bought them to take over the world as well. Okay. Instagram is. So you have your feed, which is going to be photos and 60 second clips. If you talking about uh, the brainstem and the Atlas vertebra and whatever, and then you're going to have your story. So I would encourage docs to not feel so much pressure about their feed. You could even post once or twice a week in there. doesn't have to be overwhelming but to update your story really? daily. And the, the freedom in that is it's super unpolished. It's little 10-second, like, this is, what I'm, this is what I'm eating, getting ready to go live with Dr. Collins on doctor's perspective. You know, the link, swipe up for the link. Uh, this is what's going on. That's what's going on through the day. And the reason is because on your little story highlights bar, if you're on Instagram, you'll see up top mm-hmm. when you hit your little home button, You'll have the little circles of people yeah. with their little avatar. Those are the people with the latest um, stories. They just posted a story. You want to be that person. Basically, every time you're logging on to Instagram, you want to be that little avatar. And you'll notice there's some, some people that are always up there. If they're always up there because they're updating their story regularly. So you're getting that top of mind of that one or two accounts that you know. You could just say it right now because you know who they are. You want to be that person for anybody who's following you, but have valuable content in the story and kind of latest updates through the day that are relative Mm -hmm. to that account. Like I'm not going to post what I'm eating on a chirogram story. I'm going to, I'm going to post like the latest doctor who signed up a cool thing that I just saw another doctor do, um, on their account, um, little quick tips or whatever, you know, what's coming up, you know, we're doing this podcast, you know, stuff like that. Stuff that's relative and valuable yeah. to a chirogram audience. And then on my personal account, on my brand, The Neck Doc, it's going to be what we're eating, where we're going, what just happened in the office, a cool thing a patient just told me, you know, whatever's going on. And you would be surprised. Uh, I will have like 1,500 or 2,000 wow. people watch that. It's crazy. You don't realize the eyes that will be on that. So if you're constantly updating what's happening in your practice and what's going on, that those people are watching you. They're 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 keeping tabs on you. They're learning from you. Maybe it's a little blurb about you know the the knee or you know latest yeah. surgery, whatever that's you know relevant to practicing beyond personal. But 
update the story interesting. a lot. Maybe it's just me because the, uh, the, I don't have unlimited data plans, so that can get crazy with all these videos, and then the yeah. Wi-Fi can be sketchy. But even when I was in America for the last uh, sure. month, there's so much video. You know, like the, the Cairo Sushi. I don't know if you know Cairo Sushi. Yeah. yeah, so that whole crew. Of course. Everybody's doing these really long videos, and I'm like, guys, I don't have enough time in the day to watch all your 20-minute videos. There's, there's too many, quote, right. live podcasts for me to consume all your data. It's yes. just too much. Like yes. Sometimes you go three times a day. I was like, dude, I'm not, I'm not watching you for, for 90 minutes in a day. But um, so I guess my thought is when I see little videos that come through my stream, I get are people stopping all the time to watch these videos? Like, is it really as engaging as they're trying to make it? Are they trying to push us to actually want to watch the videos and post videos and they reward that? But is it are people actually watching them and it's actually what we should be doing? Does that make sense? So I can't yeah, I can't speak to everybody. I will listen to and I and I use the word listen, right? Even though it's a mm-hmm. video podcast, I'll pick and choose ones based on headlines and Tristan is probably the master God, of good. clickbait. Um titles man he'll, he'll suck in you know in our space he's, yeah. he's one of the best right so i will pick something i will pick either it's G- gary vaynerchuk you know there's different podcasts that, uh, that i wouldn't say podcast he's more of like a daily vlogs vlog that i will have in my ear on my laptop while i'm mm-hmm. doing x-rays we all have monotonous stuff that we're doing from time to time for 20 minutes or 30 minutes where we're working on something and whether it's podcast audio or video that you just kind of leverage mm-hmm. as audio in your ear that you occasionally look over, there's space for that. The The goal of every person that's watching, though, should be to be the most valuable one in your space, to take a look at the landscape and beat it by you know leaps and bounds and be the most valuable thing that's worth watching because there is a lot of junk out there. But increasingly, you're going to see more and more of that. Um, I think Gary is probably the king of encouraging all of us to be media companies. So every day you're going to have more and more podcasts and things that are popping up. The goal should be to be the one that people are actually following yeah. because especially with Facebook, it's so easy to just say, you know, hide all from Tristan <laughs> Schaub, <laughs> you know, you put one or whoever. Political it's post so out easy. There. So that the, yeah, 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 yeah. Or you're, I'm, I'm tired of seeing spam. So uh, from either whether it's your practice or if you have a little side hustle like Doctor's Perspective mm-hmm. or Chirogram, you want to be valuable to the audience and not just be pushing your stuff because it is yeah. so easy to unfollow. Yeah. And you, you yeah. got to look out for that because, you know, I put mm-hmm. one post a day about whatever the, the uh, podcast of the week was. I'll take some of the mm-hmm. quotes or some of the topics that they talk about. Like, you know, I'm going to do that to yours. We talked about video. I'm going to put a couple of sentences. I'm going to mm-hmm. put that on the social media, put your picture. And that's how it's going to yep. play out. But it's just once a day. So I, and I think that's also, too, is the frequency. If you're just – remember when mm-hmm. Keto OS was like all over our Facebook feeds? It was obnoxious. Obnoxious, yeah. And it was too often. Maybe because there were so many people posting it, too. But uh, that's a hint. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about that. But if you're going to put a promo, you can't put promos 15 times a day. Like it's too much. So it's a good opportunity to talk about how the platforms work, too. The algorithm yep. is the big word, right? Based on your following, basically, I'll talk about yeah. Instagram specifically. You get you get authority as an account. So based on your following and your engagement rate, this is why every single human being that has an Instagram account should be trying to grow their audience on Instagram without buying bots, right? To organically grow your following because your following and engagement is what has you end up mm-hmm. in feeds now. Where it used to be just with Instagram, whoever posted last that you were following would show up. It's not like that anymore. You're following an engagement rate. There's so much going on that Instagram just picks and chooses for you, essentially. And Facebook does it too. Facebook has just gotten so good at making it to where the only stuff you're really going to see is what uh, somebody's paying to show you. It's it's even more so because they want that ad, you know, they want the ad money. But especially if you're a a chiropractor PT and you have an office, you want to have a large following. So then it's not as big of a deal. You don't have to post 10 times a day. That was sort of, I think an older Mm -hmm. phenomenon when you would sign on to Instagram and whoever posted last was in your feed and you're only going to go so far before you go do something else. It's not like that anymore. Now who's going to be in your feed is who may have been a post from two hours ago. You know, but they're getting the most engagement into Instagram. This seems like the most relevant thing to show you. So you want to be 
you want to have great content with a lot of followers so you're getting a lot of engagement so you pop up in people's feed who are following and then, you. Another thing too I would say is if you're a business of any sort, you should have your Instagram as a business account because then you can go in the stats of the app and see that you have 7,000 followers and the impressions are only 1,000 mm-hmm. people or only 500 or only 100 people. Mm-hmm. That's a problem with your engagement. If only 100 people are even being shown your feed and you have 10,000 followers, yeah, heck that's yeah. a problem. It's tricky though too though because with the business accounts, you you can end up getting Just less engagement Just because they want you to too. pay money. So when you – um, because of the format. So when you see that like call now or email, there's something about having a business account that can be, it can take mm-hmm. away from engagement a little bit. And you can always use third party apps like Icona Square to check engagement too. You're not, you don't only have to use Instagram's business, um, thing. So you, it's kind of like you could weigh it out. If, if it may be worth it to not have a business account, but what's, I would say my favorite feature of a business account is that in the story, It'll give you the option to see more, which when you swipe up, it will take you to an outlink. Instagram recently did that, and it's a blessing. So if you want people to see uh, an article that you know is about doing this or that, or take them to a web link outside of Instagram, you can use a business account to do that. But you have to have a certain number of followers. It's, it's either 5,000 or 10,000, I think, to be able to use that. Okay. I'd have to check. But that's probably my favorite feature with a business account. When we're talking about our little real estate yeah. on the top, you got a picture, you got a little blurb, the bio. Yeah, that's bio. the word for it. Let's talk about links for a second. Before we hit bio, you got a link. You know, how often should you change it? Should it be every day that you're changing it up? Like, oh, today I'm going to offer this PDF. Tomorrow is this coupon. Today it's just normal. Tomorrow it's the book. Tomorrow it's the podcast. Or should you just stick to like one link and let it simmer? It, it totally okay. depends on your goals. So one of the real treasures of Instagram, and it's why it hasn't turned into a, a show, kind of like Facebook has, is because you're only allowed one link except for the outlinks in the story. Your bio can only have one link on it. There's not links flying everywhere and go here and do that and bit.ly's all one link. And it's really kept Instagram from being super spammy. So it depends on your goals, right? Let's say you are, I'll go full like on one side. Let's say you're almost like a retail person. If I have a retail client and they just want to use Instagram to sell um, chiropractic t-shirts, some chiropractic t-shirt, right? So what you could do is every single post, right? You can have your website where you have drop ship from China, right? You have, you have, you have a company that's making your t-shirts and will drop ship them for you. As long as somebody puts an order in on your website, you could do something like that to where it's all hands off and you just want to leverage sales with Instagram because it's photo based. Every photo right? Could be your your latest product or what's on sale right now, right? And so when you have the description there of what the thing is and why it's so cool and why you should check it out, check the link in our bio, Mm -hmm. right? And so basically every post is that really cool t-shirt and you get mouth watering with a few different photos and different angles. And I want that shirt. It's on sale for today only for 25% off, right? Click the link in our bio, only 50 left. And you go up and you hit that out link, that's the exact page for the checkout okay. for that thing, right? So every day, if you have a different product, okay. it should be changing. Yeah, because you, every day you're, you're highlighting sense? a new one. That's a way to leverage that one link. Okay. So it depends on your goals. But for the for most people, your whole account is pointing to that mm-hmm. link in some way, right? So if I want them to do a seven-day trial with Chirogram, that's going to be my link. All of the, the content – I want to show how great Chirogram is and how it can change their account and make their life better. Check the link in the description for the seven-day free trial. If it's a mild if plug, curious, right? If it's a practice, yeah, it's a mild plug. If it's a practice and you have like a uh, yeah funnel, right? If you're doing a, a lead page or whatever, and you got boom, send them there. If you want them to sign up for your event or whatever, so you, you would use that one link for that. If you want to grow your Facebook audience, that your Facebook account could be your link. It all just depends on your YouTube account. Whatever your goals are, you can leverage Instagram and your audience to help with that. That's a lot thing. of value right there. Hope everybody was listening. Yeah. But it's it, the challenge you're going to have, I think, is implementing. Pick something and commit to it for a little while and see if it works. Like you just yep. you just have to. I think that's the that's the word. You got to commit to something sometimes. You can't do everything. You can't do everything, and you'd have to hire and spend a lot of money every month between somebody doing your Facebook ads and 
and managing a whole, you know, posting for you is going to be very expensive. You got to kind of be uh, judicious yeah. with your time, right? Because we're all very busy. You should really think about where you want to invest your time. I don't have a Twitter account. I've deleted Snapchat. I thought Snapchat right? was still a thing. And I run a social. But for teeny boppers? It is. But for me, no, no, it, it, it's, it's, a, it's a powerful, it's a powerful mm-hmm. app. But for me, Facebook and Instagram. Because if I have to do 80-20 rule and put my time into something that's going to produce the most result, I want to dive a little deeper in the two platforms where the most attention yeah. is. Okay. And that's what I'm going to do. Oh. So I would tell people Instagram and Facebook. Because they're already integrated. It's, it's you know, Instagram yeah. is owned by Facebook. I should have worn so. my uh, my Atlas t-shirt for you today. I was not thinking. God, I could have made yes. $5. Tap that <laughs> Atlas. Tap that Atlas. See, now you can make an Instagram account <laughs> just for the Atlas shirts See? and do drop See? shit. See? You never have to touch it, man. I do spreadshirt. Spreadshirt, if you're listening, sponsor me. Yeah. Uh, I was like, I'm not buying yes. 500 shirts of four different yes. varieties. You crazy? I was like, I'm gonna let you buy. And if there's mm-hmm. a, if I start making more money and I start realizing who's and what, then you buy those. You know, there's a whole strategy behind it. But what about the bio? Let's talk about let's talk about sponsoring, okay. man, for a second, right? Because I think that's a goal of a lot of people, especially yeah. when your brand is bigger. Yeah, you should. If you want to be sponsored by them, you should start actively building your following, right? And you should start featuring in your feed how you're using their company and tagging them. And then once they get a few blips over the next month or two from you, man, this Justin guy, what's going on? Then you reach out and assuming you have a a nice account with a healthy following and an audience that they want to leverage, you say, hey, let's work something out. I would love to feature you monthly or weekly for XYZ. And maybe in the beginning you have 5,000 or 10,000 followers, so it's not as big of an audience that you would leverage, but you have a lot of engagement, right? You have 2 or 3% mm-hmm. engagement or more. Yeah. It's good, right? And they say, man, he's a micro-influencer. I like him, and in his space, he's important because a lot yeah. of people listen to him. Sure, we'll do that. And I think you'd be surprised, man, if you reach out to companies. kind of pitch it. It's easier than you – it is easier than you think. And your goal should be first, product, free product, second, product, and money. The rule is typically two cents per follower per post. Two cents post. per follower per post. Yep. To feature their product. And you don't right. do it in a cheesy way. You just show how you use it and why you like it, right? And your audience is important so to yeah. them, so it's good. And then, and I've heard Gary say this, I haven't actually done this myself, but product placement and then equity in a company. If it's your audience is big enough and you're valuable enough wow. to them and you're going to carry them. So, and a lot of people don't think about that, but it is influencer marketing yeah. is through the roof right cool. now. It is, it is going bananas. I strategically, yes. I'll give you an example. I made, di- I made dinner tonight, and you know what I did? I popped in a meal from a meal delivery company okay. called Freshly into the oven. I reached out to Freshly, and I said, I like what you guys are doing. Would you mind throwing me X number of meals for one post a month? And they said, really? cool. And they give me a little code, and I put it in the description with the really nice picture of the meal that I made the one meal for that month post. And so they get to measure who's coming over and using that discount code. So now it's one less meal that I have to make, you know, because of Freshly. And I like them. My scrubs, my scrubs, Figs. Figs makes probably the best scrubs I ever felt. So I didn't even mess around with some of the other companies I had used in the past. I went right to Figs. And I said, man, I love your, I love your freaking scrubs. They do kind of a Tom shoe thing where they give one for every pair you buy. So I like their company. I think they have a good company. I like the way it looks. So I said, man, I would love to work with you guys. And they sent me a contract for influencers because they do it all the time. And they'll pay you out an amount of money and free product to demo and show your audience, who many of them are other doctors and health professionals, and tag them with their hashtag or their at mention. And it's more than worth it for them to do that. I gotta look into that. I mean, I'm 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 product placing my T-shirts with my you have a with my nieces and stuff. I'm like, yeah, hey, look at that. There it is, (laughs) dude. It's one email away. It's one email away from if you have an audience that's valuable to them, and you just have to show your engagement rate, right? So the number of followers you have and how many likes on average and comments that you have Mm -hmm. per post. You have if if you can do that, you deserve two cents um, per follower to plug what they're doing or whatever you work out with. And you know what? Listen, listen. The first company may say, mm, I don't hey. like you. I don't like your glasses. I don't like you. No, we're not doing it. The second company that you send an email to might say, okay, we'll throw you, we'll throw you like 10% off on your order. And you're thinking, you know what? I want more. I think, I think I have a more valuable yeah. audience than that. The third one's finally like, you know what? We'll do that. We'll do exactly what you want and we'll throw you, you know, yeah. whatever. 
Leverage doctors, guys. Come on. We got money to burn. Do it. Air quote. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> We're just loaded. Sure We're we do. Fat so, yeah. Okay. So besides that, in the bio, you've got your one web link. Uh, you just want to make it personal. So I throw my name up there, what I do, a couple of lines, just real basic contact information. Do you have to have emojis and stuff? I like – I don't like a lot of emojis. It's so like a finger pointing down or I something. I think you can overdo it because <laughs> people will have like I'm the best, um, explosion, <laughs> fire, 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 guitar, guitar, <laughs> guitar, sailboat, you know? <laughs> but in general, if you can have maybe one or two emojis – the kind of color, yeah, and make it easy, you know, like a little email thing, a little doctor Highlight person, it a little or whatever, bit, make it stand out a little. Yeah, that's what's special about Instagram. That's that platform is you're gonna have more emojis okay. in general. Oh, we didn't really. Okay, we have to talk about yeah. this. I'm, I don't know how much more time you have with us, but being that this is what you, I'm good. My wife's gone. <laughs> <laughs> your chirogram. So yeah. you're talking about building a following. We've talked about all the meat yes. and potatoes except how to get followers. Yes. Come on, man, spill the beans. Yes. So, so you have two options. You can do it manually or you can let me do it for Come you. Come on. Tell me what you do. <laughs> Basically, depending on your goals, you want to either target people who are in your town. Let's say you're a private practice or, you know, you want to get people in your town seeing your account because you post every week or, you know, every day and you've got all this great content and nobody's seeing it. You don't exist. You got your mom and your cousin liking your posts. You know, that's it. Their, their hashtag game is <laughs> weak. Yeah, well, you just uh, – I think hashtag gets too much credit. Oh, okay. Right? Everybody's looking for – you get 30 of them. I would say use 10 or 12 good ones. You want to have a couple that are specific to you. Mine is get your neck check. That's my – and there's a couple people that use it for thyroid. But if you go on Instagram, that that's me. Get your neck check. You should have a couple ones that are specific to you and then ones that are specific to your town if you're local. Right? Like we have a, a like group. Tulsa. Like hashtag Tulsa. It, well, No. Uh, we have a group in town that paints rocks and hides them. Okay. And then when somebody finds one, they show it and it's hashtag Martin County rocks, right? It's this very unique thing, right? You could use local specific hashtags that anybody who's looking up something that's going on in your town would find. So know your local, get the polls in your local community. You should, you should. And you, you can just search around, you know, you can type in your location in the, in the search bar on Instagram and see some of the hashtags that people that are the most popular in your town are using. Okay. And then from there, uh, a few that are a little more specific to like your profession. So chiropractic, um, physio, PT, rehab exercises. And then I would say a couple that are relative to the actual post for today that when it goes up on Instagram, people who are looking up rehab exercises for the knee would find that because that's what they're looking for. Anyway, okay. Right. So that's kind of hashtags, but to go back to building your audience besides just doing that, which is a good tactic, you should be reaching out and saying hi to people who are in your town. And I see this phenomenon on Instagram. Like everybody's too cool to engage with other people. Like it's the middle school dance and nobody wants to talk to anybody and everybody's standing on the sides, you know, sitting down. But a really good, this is the easiest thing in the world to do, is look for accounts that are in your town that have over a 1,000 followers to go into the follows, followers section to check and see and make sure that they're local. When you click on that person and you look at their bio or you get a sense that that's a group of local people and follow Dude, them. You, click, you just click follow to a stranger? Follow them. I'm not a creeper? Just click follow, right? And you'll get a couple. You'll get <gasps> – no, you're a doctor and that's why they're going to follow you back, right? <laughs> Hopefully you don't have a creepy account. It's a very well-lit photo and it looks cool and they're like, man, this guy's a doctor. I didn't even know that there was this guy's a chiropractor in the town. Yeah. Or man, I think I went to high school with that guy. That's cool. Right on. And they're going to follow you back. And some of them will not. Many of them will not, okay? But it's okay because a lot of them did and they met you for the first time and they never would have otherwise or it would have taken them five years. And now you can leverage a platform like Instagram to reach out and say hi to somebody you probably would never bump into, even though they live a mile from your house. Okay? So you do that at scale. And this is the ma- main difference. Okay? This is why you're going to want me to be your friend. Shortly, I'll explain why. You have limits based on your account's authority, which is dictated by the number of people following you, how many you're following, your engagement rates, how long you've been an account. 
uh, different things, you have uh-huh. limits to how much you can do that in a day, right? in general, and the rate at which you can do it. So in a 24-hour period, how, how many you can do, okay. and per minute, how many you can do. And Instagram makes it real easy because you're going to go follow, 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 and when you hit one, it's going to blink. And instead of turning white, it's going to just blink, and you're going to be hitting that thing, and it's going to blink. Yep. You hit your limit for that period of time, right? In the 24-hour period, you're looking at probably like for the average account, 400 or 500 people you could follow in a day, okay? And maybe the next day or three days later, you go back and you look at who you're following and you see, man, who is not engaging with my content? Who never followed me back? Basically, Mm -hmm. who does not care about me, right? And I'm annoying. I'm annoying for even continuing to follow, uh, follow them. So I'm just going to evacuate myself from their life, right? Yes. My, their Instagram life. Yeah. I'm going to unfollow them because they don't care about me at all, right? And the reason that's important is because Instagram limits the number of people you can follow. And a lot of people don't realize that. It's like a ratio. It's uh, Even though there's people on Instagram with millions of followers, there is not a single person on Instagram that's going to have more than 7,500 right around that. Instagram limits the oh, number of really? people you can follow to 7,500. I didn't know that. And so it'll, now that you know that, you'll, you'll notice, especially in our space, a, a funny phenomenon of, of people who have – they have you know, 1,000 followers and 7,499 mm. people that they're following because they figured out reaching out and saying hi is good, but they never unfollowed any of those people, right? So it's, it's this um, – Sort of like tilling a garden. You're saying hi, and then you're removing who doesn't care about you. And you're slowly... Does it make you look like a dummy? Only if your content sucks and you have a bad ratio. So Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you only have 1,000 followers, but you got 6,000 followers... You look like a cheese ball, and you look like the only reason that people are following you is because you followed them. What you want is an ever-increasing number of followers to following ratio. I encourage people to keep that number under a thousand and an ever growing number of followers. So you gotta be diligent in your unfollow mm-hmm. because it's, and uh, that's the part that takes a lot of time, which is what you come in for. That's what I do. It's, it's kind of a knee jerk reaction we have. Um, I'll give you one example with this. You see a guy on the street, right? Kind of little smelly, has a beard, kind of grungy clothes right yeah you, you find out that he has no money what is he bum he's a bum but what if i tell you that that guy's a billionaire he took a shower he built an app <laughs> you know what but nobody cares yeah he's eccentric he's an eccentric yeah. billionaire we should associate ourselves with him because he's rich right it's uh-huh. this weird yeah, thing yeah, we yeah. do with money money can have two can have the same person be have two totally different value sets, okay? Yeah. And on Instagram, it's the same thing with followers, okay? So whenever the larger your following gets in your audiences, you naturally look like a more valuable account to follow. So there's an exponential yeah. curve that happens. The larger your audience is, every one of those people that you reach out and you say hi to, maybe in the beginning you'll have a lower ratio that actually follow you back. But as your account grows increasingly it's gonna be like oh wow that guy's got ten thousand followers i didn't even know that there was a chiropractor in town that's awesome i'm gonna follow him i want to see what he's doing that's crazy but you follow. gotta have good pictures you gotta have good content. you gotta have something that they're gonna want to follow because they're gonna look at your profile they're gonna say oh who followed me because most people don't get a lot of followers so if someone follows you oh who's this dude they <laughs> click it yep. they look eh, he's got some pretty f- and his photos are pretty or they're yeah. interesting. I guess I'll follow him for a little while. And if he annoys me, I'll just unfollow him later. They, people will follow you because you're interesting. You, you give them information that's valuable to them. You're entertaining to them. Or they just want to keep tabs on you because you're in their space. Yeah. And they kind of have that competitive – they want to know what you're up to you know, so they can keep yeah. up with what Dr. Justin's doing. That's usually the route. You know? Oh, yeah, I think I remember that guy. Yeah, I'm going to follow him. I saw I saw I, I went to high school with that guy. Yeah, let me follow him. See what he's up to. It looks like he's successful. Let me see what he's doing. That kind of stuff. So, I like it. Yeah, and that's the big piece that you do. Yeah, I didn't even plug myself properly. Getting the unfollowers. <laughs> so, 
what I do for doctors is build on Instagram for them that audience. And I don't do it with mm-hmm. bots. Do not buy followers. I got bit in the beginning because I listened to Gary Vaynerchuk and I'm like, damn, I need to get my Instagram audience larger so I have a bigger impact in my town. Instagram's taken over, right? And so mm-hmm. I was looking for ways to do that. And I found an account that actually left a comment on one of my photos with a plug for you know, to do that. I was like, awesome. Yeah. So you're going to be able to get me a larger audience. I just have to pay you a fee and you guys do that. And I got bit, man. I got burned, right? Because the followers that I was paying for were robots. And in a, yeah, just a bunch in, of fake accounts. In a day, I instantly had, um, I went from 20 likes or whatever on a photo to 400 in a moment. Whoa. Right? And I went from however many I was following to like, an extra thousand more in a day. That's not real. These are not real people. These are yeah. these are uh, slimy nerds who are creating fake Gmail accounts with a program and then creating fake Instagram accounts with those emails, populating them with catfish pictures from somebody else's account, making a fake bio, and then leveraging all of those fake accounts in the thousands and tens of thousands. This is the, this is what can be wrong with Instagram. Okay, but yeah, don't confuse that with organically growing your following by reaching out to people and them seeing an account that they wouldn't have otherwise and following back. And that's what I do is the organic side of it. So I help doctors by doing that either in their town or if they want to be more of a global brand, I will help them grow their audience progressively over time, typically around a thousand new followers per month, building that account so that they don't have to be in between patients going follow, 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 follow. Yeah. Unfollow, 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 unfollow. I would have dreams, dude. I would wake up in the middle of the night and I, I'm serious, man. I would see those little blue buttons turning white in my dreams. I would have dreams of going follow, 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 follow. Man's doing it too much. Too much. And it works, but who can do that? So that's what I do for doctors for 89 bucks a month is I help them build that audience and then they can focus on posting. And then beyond that, I can even send out to new local people who are following a doctor back, I can send out an introductory direct message, which is the main way that you're going to get new patients. Saying, hey, this is Dr. XYZ. Thank you for following me. Um, do you got, Do you have any questions? I'm available for my followers. Like, Do you have any uh, musculoskeletal complaints you have questions about? Is there anything, any way I can help you? And start a conversation that should lead to a phone call soon after. Because who can type that much, right? I'd love to talk to you mm-hmm. and get a little more information about your history. And that should translate into a day one because you need to get your hands on them and see if you can help them, which should translate into a new patient. And there's no reason you can't do it on Instagram. It's not impossible. A lot of doctors think it's impossible. But I'll, I'll give you do an you long contracts? Nope. Month to month. So 89 bucks so a month. So after you get two or 3,000 more followers, you're sure. like, you know what? That's sufficient. Yeah. I'm good for now. You'd be a bonehead to do that. But you can. <laughs> and I do a free week trial so people can see how it works and see if it's a right fit for them. So there's not even a commitment uh, beyond that week unless you're loving what I'm doing. So it's yeah. pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah. Quickly see 200 extra followers. You're like, whoa, that, that works. Quick. It's cool. And if Instagram's yeah. your game, you want to grow your audience in town, you should do that. And it's nice because it's yeah. on autopilot. You don't have to worry about it. I'm doing it in the back end. And every time you log on Instagram, you see that little red bubble that has a lot more going on than it ever did before. And you but know, the key is the person still has to put photos. Yeah, you got to post. You wouldn't okay. want me to post for you because I'm not you. Just clarifying it. You're yeah. not posting photos for you. I'm getting you follow, organic followers. I'm building, based your, on what I'm you building want, the local. audience so that you are – so they're, they're seeing what you're doing instead of your uncle and your cousin liking your photos. It's now people that are in your town that can become patients yeah. and we're reaching out to them so that they'll – become patients too. If you want me to, we don't have to do that, but that's an option as well. And it's not just for chiropractors. Nope. I work with lawyers. Any, anybody can call you who listens to this podcast and be like, Hey man, help me out. Nope. I work with primarily chiropractors and holistic doctors. So acupuncture, PT, uh, it's really going to be somebody who's typically in private practice unless they're wanting to build a global brand that they can leverage mm-hmm. for influencer marketing or something like that. But typically it's your local, like your dentist, chiropractors, lawyers, uh, I work with some people who do like MLM. They sell oils or different things. And Instagram is a main way that they kind of engage. So that's yeah. that's kind of my demo. Okay. Yep. 
What's that website? Chirogram.net. And if you are interested in the seven-day trial, it's slash trial. Slash trial. Chirogram.net slash trial. Shoot me a DM at chirogram.marketing on Instagram. Shoot me a DM and let's talk or hit me up at the neck doc and let's talk. And I'd love to check out their page and see if I can help them. They may need more help. You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) They just might. Yeah. That has been amazing. I hope everybody tuned in for that. Yeah. I mean, there's so much good information. I mean, there's things that I can take from this and good. run and, and try to implement. Don't get overwhelmed. Just make little changes on the most important things. It's a process. little changes. It's a process. It's a platform that you're going to learn over time and you're going to continue to get good at. Find a couple of people that you really admire in your space or just outside of it. Maybe it's an MD or somebody. Find accounts that you really admire and you like their content and what they're doing and how they do it, how their captions are how uh, hashtags and mirror them find people that you look up to on instagram and watch what they do and try to emulate that in your own way that's the easiest easiest uh takeaway so you don't feel like alone and you don't know what you're doing find influencers yep i forgot to ask my 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 favorite one of my favorite questions yeah favorite we're switch completely switching gears here but it it it. makes sense let's do it favorite books blogs or podcasts that either you secretly love or that other people should definitely check out gary v if you need if you need inspiration to hustle, Gary Vaynerchuk, he will make okay. you realize that you have more time than you think, and whatever your goals are, you should be pursuing them. So I love I love just listening. It's like having that uncle who is a uh, social media entrepreneur with seven hundred a seven hundred client business that works with Fortune five hundred companies and stuff, just talking to you all the time. You're you're absorbing the headspace more than anything actual nuts and bolts practically. You're just taking in that maturity as an entrepreneur from somebody who is not trying to monetize you, which is we all know is that knee, knee jerk, I'm out. You know, oh, that, that sounds interesting. That sounds, oh, there's the pitch. I knew it was coming. Unfollow. So he's, you, can't, you can't afford Gary for you guys. <laughs> yeah, you can't afford Gary. And, he, and uh-uh. he's one of the rare people that's changing um, – motivational entrepreneurial space by just giving and wanting to have a long-term legacy so he could care he couldn't he does not want to monetize you so it's you can't get any better than that man yeah, yeah. nor does he want to be called a motivational speaker not at by all the way. but damn it if he He's doesn't do it like, i'm not a motivational speaker he doesn't man it's that's his power i would say gary v right. trying to think. I'll, I'll check in on people in my space just to see what they're up to but nobody i, I consistently mm-hmm. follow i would say gary's probably the top one all right, I got one question. We've got a uh, we've got family. A lot of people go through trials. They get super busy with their practice. Yep. Their family kind of suffers. How how do you keep a good relationship with your spouse? Any hints? How real do you want me to get? Um, as real as you want, dude. I I'm a Christian, so my value set is biblical. So it's hard to it's hard to be too much of a jerk or get too selfish or feel like you're slighted or take somebody for granted when you have that value set. It's sort of like all in one puts into perspective how much of a blessing that person is, helps you remember what your life was like before them and always be giving because I don't know, I don't know the demo of your audience, but as a man, I feel like it's your job to lead, right? So if that, Mm -hmm. if that woman is going crazy and making you nuts, it's because you, you're not doing it right. She's a reflection of you in the purest sense, man. One flesh, that is your, that's you. So if that yeah. person is not sound, it's because you're not taking care of business in terms of creating security, you know, and pouring love into them. You're going to pay the price in some form or fashion. So I think a lot of people, I think the Bible says he who hates his wife hates himself kind of thing. So if you love on yeah. them and just give them, you'll always get back more. It's kind of the summary. Yeah. Yeah. I like five love languages. Right on. It's, but there's always going to be ever, but there's good information at the same time though. Iron sharpens iron and there's always going to be that rub. And that's what creates, I feel like male, female attraction. You know, they're always going to make you a little crazy and vice versa, but it's, it's, it's the blessing in it, man. They make you better. It's part of the course. You make them better. Yep. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Christopher Collins, the pleasure. Thank you so much for giving so much value. Thank you for the platform to share what I do. And, um, I appreciate what you're doing, man. Keep up the good work. Don't get, don't get discouraged. Don't get lazy. Keep, keep, keep working, man. Keep hustling. Keep grinding. 
I've got some new things to talk about. Of course, you can always review us. Give us that five-star review on wherever you listen. But I got four new t-shirts. You know, there's chiropractors, some of them that just like to adjust. There's some like me who do rehab and, you know, decompression and cold laser, things like that. And we call us straights versus mixers. So I created some mixed tour shirts. Uh, They're supposed to be kind of tongue-in-cheek. Hope you like them. Also, the Atlas I have to remove the dins, so therefore, check that out. Maybe you'll like that better. Today's Choices Tomorrow's Health Book, version 2.0, is now out. We got nerve stretches, optimal calorie counter calculators, a section on fasting, and a big old section on how to budget and try to get your financial life in order. All the things that I talk about all the time. It's over 100 extra pages, so get it now. Bonus, my new hot off the presses book. Needleless Acupuncture, self-treatment guide for 40 common conditions is finally finished. It's been uh, in the works for quite a while. Stop the hurting with no needles or meds. Your roadmap to self-treat your conditions painlessly with needleless acupuncture. It's got pictures. It has descriptions. It has, of course, the conditions. And I plan to have video tutorials soon. Just go to the website and check it out. Also on the website, look on the top right. All the social media icons are right there. Whichever you like to follow me on, click that button and say hello. We just went hashtag behind the curtain, and this episode has come to an end. I hope you got the right dose for your optimal life. Please spread the word about this podcast by telling two friends, sharing on social media, and visit the show notes on adoptorsperspective.net to see all the references from today's guest. A sincere thank you in advance. You've been listening to Dr. Justin Trosclair, giving you a doctor's perspective. <laughs>